Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Thursday, June 11th, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am excited today because not only do we have my partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Hansen, we have a special guest, and he is the winner of our DFS Coach Talk Challenge 4, and that is Mr. Patrick Welsh. How are you today, Patrick? I'm doing good, Coach. Thanks for having me on. It is great to have you. And fantastic uh, uh, come-from-behind victory there. I know our, our man Leighton Wilson was devastated. I think there were actual tears, maybe. But uh, uh, <laughs> he, uh, if for non-members that didn't see the contest in our Discord, uh, Leighton actually uh, had a four-point lead over Patrick. And Patrick was able to garner second in the very last day to get five points and pass him by one. So by the thinnest of margins, uh, Patrick won not only a free month membership, but some fantastic uh, coach merch. I think, you, what was yours? You got shorts and didn't you, a hat? What, did, what all did you uh, get? Do you remember? Yeah, I think it was a hat, fleece. Shorts. Oh, fleece. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, cool. And then, uh, of course, the the guest appearance on the show today, we, and and it's KBO. I was so fired up that you wanted to jump on with KBO because, you know, there are times, honestly, Patrick and Andrew knows I always whine about this. Is, you know, I'm up at 4 a.m. getting those lineups tweaked in there, and I don't see anybody, and I'm like, I hope people are looking at this, and <laughs> our members are making changes. But I think everybody's drowsy and just jumps in there to see him uh and you know doesn't comment or anything but hey that's what we do we will never have a uh, contest go by the wayside without us being in discord 30 minutes before every lock so um fantastic to have you let's get uh, some of the pleasantries out of the way and then we'll get rocking and rolling on kbo because we'll want to get this uh up there so everybody can take a listen before they have to build their lineups. Uh, the good thing about KBO tonight, by the way, is all the games are that 5.30 a.m. Eastern time, so we don't have to sweat any of those early game uh, locks. But uh, our podcast today is brought to you by our uh, two partners and sponsors. Uh, first of all, uh, we announced earlier this week we have a wonderful partnership set up with MyBookie.ag. And you now can go to mybookie.ag through DFS Coach Talk's website and sign up uh, and receive uh, 50% on your first deposit up to all the way up to $1,000. So there's definitely some, some good free bucks there to uh, throw out there if you're playing PGA or KBO. They have all the action. MyBookie is one of the best in the business. They also have a cool casino uh, in there for anybody that wants to play a little blackjack or anything like that. Also, our other sponsor, TVG, uh, that is where the world watches and wagers on horse racing. You can also join TVG through DFS Coach Talk and uh, get an exclusive offer. They don't offer it anywhere else, but through DFS Coach Talk uh, and our members, uh, you get a risk-free $300 bet. Isn't that a, is that a deal or what, Patrick? I mean, I always I know I get amazed when I do that. So you could actually go on there, uh, make your deposit, 300 bucks on whomever. If he loses, you get your money right back. If he wins, yeah. it's boxcars, you know? That's great. Yeah, I might as well just go max it out and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, the worst the worst thing that, that sounds happens, like a GPP player right there. I love that. <laughs> the worst thing that happens is you lose it. And you just can take your money back out. No harm, no foul, you know. So anyway, I uh, want to throw that out there. Uh, there we, we love really the relationship that we are we're building with both of them. We're doing a lot of cross promotional and fun things. And we're going to have a ton of giveaways, uh, you know, throughout. Uh, we're going to be giving tickets and entries and there's going to be additional tests for a lot of merch and all kinds of things. So we're just getting rocking and rolling. I mean, we're still, you know, we we did get a day, though. Did you see that? Instead of July 31st for the NBA, they moved it to July 30th. Did you guys see that? No, I hadn't seen that. I've been so locked in on KBO and PGA this week. 
I know. I know. I was ecstatic because we went the other day. We counted from 52, and now we get to jump two days. So 50 days from now, we will be in the midst of an awesome NBA like three months because they're going to be playing multiple games a day on on multiple courts there at Disney, and it's going to be a DFS NBA just you know like you're dreaming and you know it's going to be fantastic so very excited about that uh they'll get they'll be getting started uh, very soon and you know pga kicked off today uh i i don't know patrick I, you probably didn't catch the the last pod because i don't i'm not sure do you play any pga i do yeah do you got okay some, got some lineups in for today good did you get into millie maker I did not. Oh, okay, okay. Just some, small, just some smaller stuff to get started. That's that's good. Uh, we, my, t- I'm so happy with my lineup. I just got to touch on this real quickly, and we, you know, you guys could tell me how your your teams are doing so far. But after day one, my main lineup, I don't have anybody over par. So you know, for me, my big sweat the first two days is I want to get my guys through without you know missing the cut. So I was ecstatic to, to get that. But the biggest thing of all, and Patrick, you, if you didn't catch our PGA show on Wednesday, Andrew and I have a side bet of all side bets. I've already he, forgotten it. He insisted that John Rom was going to beat Justin Thomas, which I refused and argued with vehemently. So the stakes went all the way to the point where the loser – which I'm up by five strokes after one round. <laughs> the loser has to do a podcast shirtless. How oh. painful is that? Yeah, that would be tough. I'm glad you don't <laughs> make your guests do that. <laughs> we would never do that to you. We would never do it. But we will definitely. Uh, I'm. You know, I don't want to give Justin Thomas the heebie-jeebies here. It's a long way to go. But uh, I told Andrew, I, I sent him a text earlier with about tef- 10 different things with people taking their shirts off, ripping their shirts off. I said he better start doing some sit-ups and a couple uh, bench presses there if he's going to be sporting the, the chest hair on one of the pods. So are you, how, are you, how are you dealing with that, buddy? I'm just glad it's, it's golf and we're only 25% of the way in. We only one round out of four. Rom started out birdie birdie this morning and or this afternoon and then just sort of, you know, pretty steady in. You know, had a lot of nice putts that just just missed the edge of the cup. So, um, it's still plenty of time. You know, I'm I'm not thrilled about where I stand, but we got time. <laughs> I'm loving it, man. I'll be sweating. I told I was saying on the show too. I mean, I'm in like the hundred dollar single entry on there. I think I'll sweat more the Thomas over Rom than than my hundred dollar right. single entry play. <laughs> Now that's you know that's crazy. So it'll be fun. But other than that, my you know my team was very solid up and down. Uh, M and uh, uh, you know across the board, even with some of my uh, Graham McDowell, who was my sleeper pick on our pod on Wednesday. Everybody you know chipped in. Uh, you know so I'm I'm happy. Got through day one, and I think there's an advantage. I know there is, and we talked about this about playing in the morning here because the temperatures are just ludicrous right now. It's almost 100 degrees, but if you get that early tea time, like uh, some of my guys now that played this afternoon get to play in the morning, you know, you lose about 15 degrees off of that heat, and uh, I think that's a big help. So I'm really fired up for tomorrow. And how about the fact that here at, at Coach Talk, we get to watch our KBO and right into golf. I mean, you know, what else can you ask for? Beautiful. It's what we've it's, been missing for three months, and now we get it back and around-the-clock sports. It's It's paradise. coming. Yeah. I Somebody's got to figure uh, help me figure out the, the sleep factor in all this, but, you know, that's a whole nother story. So tell me a little bit, Patrick, about the start for your guys. Who are your key PGA couple of guys? Yeah, so I did listen to the podcast. Um, oh, you so did? I, I, so you knew the bet. Okay. I used, I used a few uh, of those guys, and then – um, uh, the one other guy I threw in there was Webb Simpson. So I didn't catch how he did today, but, um, I think he struggled a little bit, unfortunately, which is a little bit surprising. He's been so consistent whenever he shows up, he's usually in contention, but I saw him hitting it around on one of the holes, uh, you know, kind of rough to rough 
Um, so not his best start, but again, there's plenty of time. Yep, yep. Anybody else? Who's your big money guy? Uh, well, I I started with Simpson, so. Oh, okay. You my, went val, you know, just mid mid price dudes. That's a good yeah. way to go. Although I do think I have Thomas as well. I did. I okay. Think I did go with Thomas as well. So. I see the good the good mojo, the Thomas guys <laughs> over the Rom guys. That's what I want to hear. But you know, your strategy it, it sounds perfect. You know, we talked right before we got on air. There was a. Uh, uh, tournament on uh, DraftKings where you finished third and, and Andrew was fourth. So, I mean, I just love the fact that, uh, you know, our members take a look at our our suggestions, our player pools, our lineups on FanDuel. And, and you know, th- what I would do is the same thing. I would take the advice because, you know, we're, we're busting at it hours and hours a day, but then pivot a couple of pivots with guys that you like or a few picks that we didn't put in there. I mean, that's a great way to to play it and a good way to have success. And I've seen that happen a lot where, you know, you know, people will jump on the same, uh, you know, lineup and ride it out with us and, and a lot of wins that way. But also I've seen some big takedowns with one or two guy pivots. So that's a good strategy for all of the sports that we do. Uh, how about you, Andrew? How's your golf looking other than Rom? Yeah, solid. I, I, I put a couple with uh, Rahm and Kepka, and they were both two under. One thing I like to do in golf is look at the groupings, and sometimes I'll pair up a couple guys who are playing together and hope that they've kind of got the good vibes going together. I meant to mention that yesterday because one of the most you know, um, standout threesomes was JT and Spieth and Fowler. Those guys are all close friends. They play in that the par three tournament at the Masters together, and and when you're when you're playing with your friends on on a stage like this, it can really help and give you an edge. And um, so I, I so I built some lineups with Rom and Kepka, um, and I'm excited here with you know two under, but they didn't play their best, so hoping for a big round two. Did you see the but, mustache that? Oh my Kepka? gosh! It, oh, it's like wow. a big thing, Groucho Marx. Yeah. And Fowler's was like Fu Manchu. I don't. Those guys were obviously bored during the shutdown. I know it. I know it. But you mentioned your your value play coach, and uh, yeah. you know my my second one was Harmon. So really glad that he went to five under. A great start, like you said, he played in the morning, so he just yep. got it done. And Ryan Palmer started out three under. He was the other value play, and then he kind of struggled down the stretch. Yeah. He's two over, but you know hopefully he'll rebound tomorrow and, and make the cut. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's just so great to have sports back. I mean, it's it's just craziness. It's only going to get better and better, that's for sure. All right, so that we covered uh, we covered those things. We got to get into KBO because that's where the money is tonight. Um, let me click on my stuff here. Give you a quick rundown of, of sort of what we're looking at today um, from a schedule standpoint. Uh, we have Kia uh, at the SK Wyverns, my favorite uh, nickname of uh, uh, in the KBO of a team. Um, <clears throat> Kia 17 and 16, and uh, the Wyverns are 11 and 21. Drew Gagnon versus Jong Hoon Park. Then we have KTW at Samsung. Uh, KT Wiz are 12 and 20, Samsung 15 and 18. Uh, Despanier, a guy we played a lot this year, going against Seong Min Lee. And then we've got the Loti Giants against the LG Twins, a couple of U.S. pitchers going at it. Dan Straley for Loti and Tyler Wilson for LG. Uh, Doosan, uh, Andrew Hansen's part ownership of that squad, the Doosan Bears, playing the Hanwha Eagles. Woon Ju Choi Cha. I'm sorry, uh, for Doosan. Chad Bell, uh, the lefty for Hanwha, at a wonderful 7 and 26. Doosan coming in at 20 and 12. Uh, and Han- Hanwha has lost 15 in a row. Uh, 17 now. 17 in a row. Yep. I, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. So that is interesting. Go to uh, my bookie and put money on Doosan, that's for sure. Um, and then you've got the Kiwoom Heroes, 18 and 15, at the NC Dinos, a sharp 25 and 7. Seung Ho Lee against Chang Mo Koo. And you got to love Mr. Koo, the lefty 
has been dealing. How about a 0.66, a, a 5-0 and record? Sounds like uh, a guy that you just can't pass on today, especially in this matchup in a home game. you got to love it. Okay, so that's what we've got there. We do have slight chance of rain. I mentioned it in the Discord, but it has dissipated. Patrick was checking it out for us, too, and mentioned it pre-show that it looks like uh, a lot of that has passed, but it's still posting at 27% chance in KTW Samsung, uh, and then even less 15-ish kind uh, of chance in Dusan Hanwha and Kiwoom and Dinos. I don't believe that that will create any issues on the card, but I will be, you know, following it closely before lock, and I will be in there 5 a.m. Eastern uh, to confirm lineups and to confirm that the weather's good. The only thing that would, for me, I don't believe there's any rainout possibilities, but if the rain does, in, chances increase and there's a stoppage in play, I really uh, try to fade the starting pitchers in a game like that because inevitably they'll pitch three innings, have a 30-minute rain delay, and then they don't return. So you don't, you don't, you as you got to avoid that as much as you can. So hopefully that's not an issue, but we got to lay it out there just in case. Again, a big part of being part of DFS Coach Talk is that we're in there and we're going to make sure that you don't take a zero on anybody and that you're not going to uh, be, you know playing guys that are in rain out games or even delays. So that's where we stand there. So um, I guess, you know, one more thing I would like to do before I let you two guys do all the hard work here, I get to just set the table and do the fun stuff. I am going to mybookie.ag right now. Um, and I did, I put in a few KBO bets yesterday and did well. So that was really fun. I am going to give you the live to the second KBO odds, if I can find them. Um, I normally have them called up, but I like them to be fresh. Okay, there's the Major League Baseball. Here we go. South Korea, it's under. That's weird. Uh, That's okay, though. It's the same thing. So here we go. Five games uh, tonight. We have... uh, a humongous NC Dinos, 333 favorite, but they deserve to be. They're even minus 156 on the run line. So that's that's uh, a pretty big number. You've got uh, SK uh, is an, a home dog. Kia's 169 favorite at SK. Uh, big favorite for the KT Wiz, minus 222 on the road uh, against the Samsung Lions. Bigger line than you'd expect. And you've got uh, LG is minus 163 against the Giants. Uh, pretty good favorite there. And then a, another big fat favorite, Dusan, 270 favorite, even uh, 151, minus 151 on the run line. Um, so definitely very interesting. Uh, the other, the reason I didn't mention the over-unders, because I'll bulk them together for you. You've got three of them that are 10 and a half. That's the Dinos game the Lions game and the Eagles game. So you've got three games with a very big over under. uh, And those are games definitely we want to highlight. I certainly utilize those games in building some teams uh, hitting wise. And then the the other two games, the Kia and the Loti game are both eight and a half. So you got a full two run difference with the three high games and the two lower games. Certainly something to look at also, you know, when you're building your pitcher and finishing out those lineups. So that's it, guys. That's what we got from the wagering side and from the weather and the records and what everything stands. So let me do this. Uh, the first game on the board is Kia at SK. And Andrew, why don't you jump in and, you know, go with that game a little bit. And then Patrick, you know, please follow in with, Anybody your sticks out for you in that game or even anybody that you want to fade? All right. Well, let's start talking about these pitchers. And you mentioned coup at the end. It, I, I realized before the show started that this is probably going to be a coup and Drew night for me, Coach ah. and Patrick. Starting with Drew Gagnon here for Kia going up against this terrible SK team, 10 games under 500. Really nice price on DraftKings. He's been underpriced over there. They've slowly 
raised the price up to 7400 He's much more expensive on FanDuel com- comparatively. But I, li- I like him here in this matchup. Uh, really good strikeout guy. 40 strikeouts in only 33 innings. Yep. That's one of the be- best ratios in the league. So uh, he's going to be a-, a cornerstone for me on the hill. And then I do like a lot of these Kia bats. All right. So they're, they're, it is a low over-under, like you mentioned, Coach. And they're facing a guy who's priced at 8000 uh, a righty with an ERA of 3.44, Park. But uh, these guys have good success. The the big Kia bats uh, fared well against him last year. Uh, H. Chu, who was scratched last night and was the guy who we had to scramble to replace, he had a double against him one game, then two for three with a homer. Tucker was good against him. Uh, last game he was two for two with a double and a walk. And then you the cheaper first baseman was two for two with a double against him. So those three lefty bats are really attractive to me. And key is going to be one of my primary stacks. So in this game, even though it's a low over under, I'm going to have several Kia bats and the Kia pitcher, Drew Gagnon. Strong, very strong. Patrick, you want to chime in? Anybody stick out to you in this game? Yeah, I'm right on board with what Andrew was saying. Um, on Gagnon for sure. Uh, it doesn't take a, a great pitcher to do well against SK, and Gagnon's done some good things this year, so I like him there for sure, being one of my pitchers. And I would tend to focus on the uh, the lefties, the lefty bats for Kia, Tucker, and Cha. Yep. Look at this. We have everybody in America pronouncing Choi the way it's supposed to be in Korean, Cha. So there, you're you're the best, Patrick. Man, you're. You're the you're the guy, like why we do this right Andrew we, uh, this we is ex- I was just gonna say is this is really exciting to have you know Patrick on as a member who is following the KBO with us and uh, it's just a lot of fun it's like a whole new world was open to all of us and now we're kind of getting to share it share it together and enjoy it together yeah it is absolutely it's great. there's no way I'd be playing KBO if I wasn't a member of DFS Coach Talk so <laughs> I've learned a lot excellent oh that's awesome man awesome. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not going to have much, you know, to add to this other than the obvious. I mean, the the first thing I told Andrew is I am so loving this slate tonight. I mean, I absolutely love my build. And I'm, you know, I don't play many GPPs. I play more cash. So I don't make multiple lineups, usually two or three at the very most. But tonight I'm rolling with two pitchers that I absolutely love. And, you know, I know I'm giving this, giving this out, you know, to everybody, but... I'm telling you, Gagnon is terrific. I think SK is terrible hitting the the baseball. <clears throat> he's and he's also only two and three. <clears throat> excuse me, but he's had some bad luck. I mean, he's got 40 strikeouts and only seven walks. He's only given up one home run. Uh, so I mean, the guy is just he keeps the ball in the park. You know, less than one hit per inning. Um, just a, a terrific pitcher and a perfect matchup. You know, he's 100% owned for me. As far as uh, the batters, I'm not going to stack Kia. I think they're going to be a very popular stack. So I want to be slightly contrarian there. <clears throat> I agree with you guys. Tucker and Cha are probably the two top guys, the, the two three hitters uh, that are lefties. And I do also like uh, uh, you, the first baseman, also a lefty, uh, batting fifth, uh, you know, against the righty uh, Chang Hoon Park, who has definitely struggled with lefties. So I'm with you guys. You know, it's Gagnon or bust. And, you know, I'm for me, I'm just going to go a one or two off uh, Kia players. Andrew's going to stack. And then Patrick gets to, to choose be- between. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. All right, Andrew, second game, KTW, Samsung, Despagnier versus Lee. What do you think? Yeah, Despagnier would be in my player pool. If, if you're going to make multiple lineups, I think you should consider him um, you know, solid strikeout guy, not like Gagnon, but solid strikeout guy. Had a good outing against Samsung earlier this year, six, six innings, one earned run. And the interesting thing is Samsung's lineup's been changing a lot in terms of injuries and uh, different things. And so although he faced them earlier this year, a lot of their key guys didn't face him. So that means that they have not faced him. So I like that edge. Um, And then 
the KT bats are interesting as well because the starting pitcher for Samsung tonight is a 19-year-old rookie making his first appearance. Um, so I don't, I, you know, I haven't seen him pitch, but uh, you know, I'm not expecting too much. He he was a fourth round pick. His salary is only twenty three thousand. Um, so I, I've I've got some interest in these KT bats, especially the ones who have been strong against lefties. And I, I looked at the splits. Mel Rojas this year is sixteen for thirty three with five homers and fourteen RBIs against lefties. Oh, so goodness. I I mean, you got to he's, he's he's expensive, but I think you got to find a way to get him in your lineup. And then S. Jang, a catcher, uh, who is a guy we play a lot, even though he bats six, seven, eight sometimes, uh, as many of the catchers do in the KBO. But he's 333 against lefties. And then Jay Bay, an outfielder, sometimes he bats first or second, sometimes he bats ninth. So we got to wait and see. If he's at the top of the order, he's batting 444 against lefties with a home run. Uh, so he's in the player pool. And then you got to mention Beko Kang, the lefty slugger, first baseman. You know, even though he's a lefty, he's been solid against lefties. Uh, small sample size this year, but he's batting 357 with one homer. And I just got to mention, he was the key to that lineup for me last night that finished way up there in the standings. I finished 12th in the big tournament on DraftKings. I stacked Kang and Rojas and Jang, and they all hit home runs. Uh, and had Tucker on the other side. So I'm not going to stack them as much as I did last night, um, but probably in that order. I like Rojas and then Jang for some savings as a catcher, and then Beko Kang will get in there in a couple lineups for me. Fantastic. And, you know, I forgot at the beginning to mention the fact that we kicked butt and took names last night. You want to touch a little bit on that? Because I know we both had some really terrific nights for – the, you know, the whole Coach Talk family. Yeah, well, the thing was we we ended up building a bunch of lineups with the two value pitchers. Uh, we liked four pitchers, two of the expensive ones, two of the cheaper ones. And when you and I were talking, you kind of encouraged me, and I, I kind of ran with the idea of going with those two cheaper pitchers and stacking up some big bats. And, you know, we had to we had to shift a little bit in the middle of the night because we got the, got the news that H. Chu was – was scratched for Kia, um, yeah. but shuffling some things around, uh, it just it just really worked out. It was a great night. Um, you know, I had a bunch of lineups in the top hundred, and uh, I know you really crushed it over on FanDuel. So, you know, a lot of fun. You know, the hard work is paying off. It is, and and you know, I I really still think too making those changes right before lock is so key because. You know, it's hard for people to be up at that hour to make changes. You know, it's it, you oversleep or you forget or whatever. And, you know, one zero can kill you in the lineup for sure. So, yeah, it was a terrific night. You know, I was top 10% in most of my stuff. Certainly easy winners in my 50-50s and my heads-up games. So it was a fun night. It's the kind of, you know, we've we've been trying to build a good bankroll uh, with KBO and now PGA uh, so that, you know, when – Hoops gets back and the other sports, we're going to have a nice, nice fat bankroll to run with. So, um, all right, uh, Patrick, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this KTW Samsung game? Yeah, so I wasn't plan- planning to play many of these guys, just seeing some of the weather concerns that we were seeing earlier. Um, I suppose if the weather clears up, I can see if I can maybe get up to Rojas. Uh, that's really the, the main piece that I would look to get from this game. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, Rojas has been tough as heck, but he is very expensive. You know, the guy here for me that that stuck out is Kang. I know, you know, he did well for us last night, and it's easy to go right back to a guy, but I think he's in a groove. He does hit lefties, and I think he'll be lower owned than normal because it is lefty against lefty. Uh, he's my, my one-off that I really like from, from KTW. But, you know, uh, even though the, the run line – is is high here uh this is not you know a game that i'm gonna stack much at all i completely respect despanier i've used him a lot this year i'm not i'm fading him tonight i think he'll have a pretty good ownership but uh you know i'm certainly not going to stack any guys against him either and uh so you know this is not because of the rain just in general 
uh, a game that I'm going to be pretty light on uh, with maybe just a, a whiz player, one or two in there in, in a lineup or two. All right, fellas, let's keep this train moving. The money train on the tracks for the third game. The American matchup, Australian Wilson, low T Giants, LG Twins. Patrick, why don't we start with you this time? Do you have anybody you want to throw out there in the mix? Are you looking at either of those pitchers? Yeah, so I like both of the pitchers in this game. Uh, probably like Straley a little bit more than Wilson, but um, I could see potentially using either one of them. And um, Yeah, I just think they're in really good spots. So not hitters. This is a, a pitching, you think, a good pitching dual game. It is one of the two low uh, you know, over-unders, so you got to respect that. Absolutely, yep. Mostly pitchers for me from this game. Okay. Mr. Andrew, shed some light on it, on this game. Yeah, same thing. I think it's a great pitcher's duel. So I, you know, because I like some of these other pitchers just a tad bit better, because these are decent hitting lineups, you know, especially LG with the lefty bats. Um, I, I, I probably won't get to any of these hitters, and I probably won't use either pitcher. Um and, you know, to Patrick's point, I think Straley's been a little bit more consistent. You know, he's had uh, better success with the strikeouts this year. Although I did notice that Tyler Wilson last year had three for three good outings against Lotte. Um, Jay Gion hit a homer against him in the last one. But, you know, Deho Lee didn't do too much. He was okay. So they just, you know, he's he's kind of has their number. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to playing Tyler Wilson. Uh, I'd, I would probably rather play him than Straley just because I, you know, we, we, we really like these lefty bats for LG at the top of the lineup. Um, but in general, I'm mostly going to pass this game. Uh, yeah, this game is it's an interesting game. I mean, it, it does have a low over under. So, you know, that certainly comes into play. Um, I like Dan Straley. He's he almost, you know, was going to sneak in there. He's my third or fourth guy from the from the mound tonight. Uh, but he, so he won't make my, my lineup, but I like him. Uh, I'm not sold on Tyler Wilson though. I, I know everybody's backed him quite a bit. LG does have 20 wins. They're a good team. I just don't, you know, I don't see the movement on his pitches. Uh, I think the, the last game I watched that he, uh, it was on Eduardo Perez had made a mention and said that, you know, he thought, uh, Wilson's pitches were a little flat. They didn't have a lot of bite to him or, or, you know, which if you have a fastball like he does, that's in the, you know, up mid to upper eighties is all, you know, and it's not tailing or make any movement to it. It just, it creates, uh, it can, can create a situation where you get bombed. So for me, you know, I'm looking, uh, again, I'm not big on this game whatsoever. Uh, I am, uh, not, playing any of the LG big bats and we play those guys like crazy. You know, I'm always playing, uh, you know, H Kim and even C Lee and, and Ramos is one of our best and, uh, you know, Min Sung Kim, but I'm staying clear of them because I, I respect Straley and from the, uh, low T hitters, I do like Asiop Son, the number two hitter. And, and you had mentioned Junwoo Jian has gone deep uh, on him before. I think he's, been playing better and his price is very fair so those are sort of my two one-offs but but not a game i'm going to focus on either so uh that's where we stand there we go to game four uh the Dusan bears versus the hanwha eagles uh wonderful 7.85 era for the uh relief pitcher turned spot starter from Dusan and mr chad bell with a nice clean 9.0 ERA for Hanwha. What do you think, Andrew? Well, it's hard to say it, but I think I'm going to shy away from the deuce on bats today. Oh my God. They're going to score 25 runs. If, if, <laughs> if, if you're fading them, they ha- it has to be a double whammy, double secret probation jinx that deuce on hits like seven homers tonight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just rough because Chad Bell, um, you know, he's been struggling this year, but last year he basically owned Dusan. He had two gems against them, eight innings, no earned runs in both of those starts. And then in the last time he faced him, five and a third, he gave up four earned runs. 
But the only guy who got him at all was J.L.O. J. hit one home run against him. Fernandez and Kim didn't do it, didn't do anything. Uh, and, you know, those two, three, four guys, if they're not doing anything, then, you know, the prospects for the rest of the group are, are pretty, pretty low because some of the others, other bats that we like in this lineup, like Jay Chu and, and the catcher are lefties as well. So uh, I'm just going to shy away from that matchup. And you mentioned the spot starter for Dusan. I uh, looked at his his start his starts last year. He never got to the he never got out of the fifth inning, and uh, his pitch counts were 74, 85, and 59. So I think we'll get to the the bullpen probably pretty early. Uh, he is 4,000, which is really interesting. How low that price is? You could really, you know, if you want to go for a gamble in a G, GPP, you could you could pitch him because he's facing Hanwha, and you know they've lost 17 in a row. They don't have good hitters right now. Um, so it's worth a thought, but I'm, uh, I'm not going to go with any hand wap bats. So I may just fade all the hitters in this game. Very interesting. What do you think, Patrick? Give us shed some light on this game because I have a little bit different take than Andrew. Uh, I'm actually really aligned with Andrew here. I'm fading Doosan for a while, and wow, uh, we've got this string of left-handed hitters against a lefty pitcher. So I don't feel great about that either, and and I don't feel great about any of the hand wap bats. So. You know what? You guys are on the same page. This is where I'm probably going to be the most contrarian. Uh, hopefully this, you know, it's going to be a boomer bust move. But I sort of like, and I'm embarrassed to say this live on the air, but I like playing a couple of bats from the stinking 017 losing streak Hanwha Eagles. I know it's terrible. Wow. Sometimes you have Coming to Coming from a cash stuff. game player, this is I, fascinating. It is it is a major contrarian move, and it will only be uh, a one-off on FanDuel and two guys on DraftKings. So it's you know, but I just I think this relief pitcher is is terrible. I think they'll go to the bullpen, have some middle relief guys, and I know Hanwa's terrible, but it you know you to me you've got those lefties at the top of the lineup. A few of them can hit. Uh, I like Jin Ho Jung, the second number two hitter. And I know this pains me to say, but I think Jared Hoying could ding one out or have a decent game. I think I said for Andrew to punch me in the face next time I tried to put <laughs> Hoying in my lineup. So, I, yeah, I mean, I just got that gut feeling that, you know, I think Doosan – I think all three of us fading Deuce on is interesting because I think they will be the second or third biggest stack team. So there's, there's some, you know, difference from, from some of the people out there, but you know, I think Jung or Lee or Hoing, I like that the middle of that lineup to maybe get a, a couple hits off some really subpar pitchers. Uh, and, you know, you got to look at, at respect the fact that Vegas has them a 10 and a half over under. Uh, so it's, you know, they're expecting both teams to score some runs. So there you go. You know, can't say that I'm a eat chalk every night. You know, if anybody that says, well, give us something other than the chalk, there you go. Complete faded deuce on and rostering a couple of guys from the 17 in a row loss Hanwha Eagles. So hello, <laughs> coach. There's There's a set for you. <laughs> I hope I, I hope they do okay, but uh, uh, this would be one I'd like to take the snippet out and replay it tomorrow, or else I erase this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I'll, I will say Dusan's bullpen is is really bad, and I mean think about it. If they nominated this reliever to be the spot starter, and his ERA is over seven, you know their team ERA is in the same same region. It's been over seven for a while here, so. It's you can't really get a better matchup for a guy like Hoying, a lefty slugger. And I will say, I saw him the other day, and he was—you could see how frustrated he was. And it's got to be partially all the losing, uh, partially the fact that his batting average is low. But he was yelling at the umpire, and he, you could just tell he was out of sorts. And so maybe he'll just take out all of his aggression on the baseball and, and hit one out of the yard. Man, you always have my back, no matter who I pick. I—that's I, why I love you, Andrew. You're the man. But yeah, you know, you—you. Took the thought right out of my brain as I was going to say it. Dusan's bullpen stinks, and that's something that people don't realize. They're 20 and 12. They're well-respected. 
you know, the, uh, the, the bears and the dinos are the two by far most popular teams, you know, at least because they're getting on ESPN the most, but you know, what people don't realize about Doosan, they're doing that with some really stellar starters, but the bullpen has not done their part at all. In fact, when they're in close games or it's, you know, I remember the game against uh, the Dinos last uh, earlier this week or whenever it was, it was like five, five or something. And their, their bullpen just got murdered. So I, you know, again, how do you have a lot of confidence in, in a team that's, that's hitting that poorly? You certainly don't, but you know, one or two, two guys to, to fill in a lineup that can, can do some damage against really, nine innings of bad bullpen is what it, you know, what I see from Doosan. So uh, I will not bet Hanwha on my bookie. I, I do not have that many stones, but, uh, but yes, that's, that's where I feel there. So, all right, last game and our special guest, Mr. Patrick gets to dive into this since he is the uh, guru of all these SIM contests and crushing everybody in our, uh, in our, all the members' hearts and and just rolling over everybody. So we're gonna let you go f- uh, first here in what I think is the highlight game of the night for me anyway is Kiwoom Heroes at the NC Dinos. What do you think, Patrick? Well, I guess I have to start with the pitcher coup for the NC Dinos. Uh, it's just been an incredible all season. Just one elite performance after another. Probably the biggest issue with him so far has been that the team can take him out early when the team gets up and so he doesn't have to pitch as many innings and doesn't have as many opportunities to get strikeouts so i'm actually strongly considering a fade here of coup today though wow um, gutsy I always, yeah, he'll, he'll be the highest owned pitcher i think agreed and i just feel like this could be a letdown spot for him i always get a little nervous when we see the lines creep up as high as they have for this game and I feel like the key womb lineup is, is one that has a chance to give him some trouble. I love it, man. That's a great take, you know, contrarian, but certainly one that, you know, Koo gets blasted. 70% of your uh, competition gets hit right in the chops probably. But uh, what about hitters then? Are you going to guts it up and take it one step further and, and roster some key womb guys? Well, I probably am going to try to roster some guys from both sides of this game uh, with the salary savings I hope to get from Fading Koo. Um, I do like, you know, Jung-Hoo Lee, even though he's a lefty. He seems to hit lefties pretty well. Uh, he hits anyway, everybody. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I like him a lot. Um, the catcher, D Park, for Kiwoom. He matches pretty well. Yeah, a lot of power there, too. So I'll have to see how the salaries work out. And uh, but I am hoping to get a bunch of exposure to this game. Fantastic, man. That's a great take and one that may definitely be a hot take. I mean, I think if, you know, for me and I, I don't know if everybody does this, I think most people do. But like a coup is going to be in my lineup for sure. And when I roster a pitcher, I never take any hitters against them. I, I don't want the negative, you know, karma or whatever. So, uh, you know, but you're right. Kiwoom is is one of the top stack teams that Andrew and I have used all year with uh, Jung Ho Lee. Obviously, you know, he's my favorite player in the league. <clears throat> We've used Park a lot catching and Byung Ho Park. We've used all the guys. CEO Kim. I mean, we've gone five-man stacks with those guys sometimes. So you're right. It is a tougher matchup for Koo. I just think he's the best pitcher in the league. And to me, when you get the best pitcher in the league at home uh, with a good team, it's just hard to fade. You know, one of those where, to me, I feel on this one you got to eat the chalk. But, again, you know, uh, it really would be a strong contrarian move if you, especially if you have a couple bats that do ding them, then you sort of get double, uh, a double lift. But, uh, all right, Andrew, what do you think, man? Well, I just want to say, I really love that take Patrick. I appreciate that. Um, it just puts a smile on my face because it's the type of mentality you have to have as a GPP player. I mean, you, first you have to break down the slate and analyze the chalk and then decide, you know, sometimes you might want to fade it. I mean, you know, you, 
it's just it's just like coach said i mean there's a there's a lot to love about ku you know he's an absolute ace but you got to figure he's going to have a letdown at some point he's probably not going to go undefeated and uh so you pick your spots and you know these kiwoom bats are uh terrific options if you're ever going to uh hope for ku to falter it's a it's a great set of uh you know 1 through 6 hitters to to look at so I just I just really like the mentality. Um, I'll switch to the hitters. Uh, I am looking at some dinos here against uh, a lefty with a really poor ERA. Bad outing against the dinos earlier. He kept them in the yard, but uh, Sungbum Na had two doubles against him. Yang didn't play, so I'm hoping that uh, Yang goes a little bit under owned because he's over 6,000 now on DraftKings. It's a 6,100, so you know, I've been sort of uh, – I haven't played him as much as coach, but I may go back on him tonight here against this poor lefty uh, with, with a high price tag and, and uh, get a little bit different there, hopefully. Hopefully he's not as highly owned as usual. And then Aaron Altair has destroyed lefties this year. That's where he's really done his damage. So I'll take a look at him, uh, you know, even though he's towards the bottom of the order. Excellent. Um, for me, it's stack mania here. I've got right as of right now, I have four NC dinos. I think they're just a lock and load stack. You've got, you know, a lousy pitcher. Uh, it's a home game. They're all hitting the ball. Well, I just, this just looks like a 10 to 12, 14 run game for the dinos in my book. So every the guys that are making all my lineups, again, I'm cash player. So, you know, it's harder for me to fade a guy like Koo because I don't want to play catch up, you know, in those head-to-heads and such. So I'm going with Koo. But my hitters, uh, I love Sung, Sung Bum Na has been awesome all year. Yang's my catcher in every lineup. Again, I agree with what Andrew said. At that price, he will be probably lower owned uh, than D Park. I mean, it, it, well, no, nah, I won't. I, I will take that back. It'll, he probably will be lower just because of Koo, but, you know, people aren't going to want to spend the money, and Park will get some ownership as well. Uh, I love Kang, the, the first baseman. I like Sukmin Park, but I love Altier. He's in all my lineups. Yang's in all my lineups. Nas in all my lineups. So uh, I think the Dinos go off tonight. Uh, you know, they've done that multiple times this year. They're one of the highest scoring teams in the league. Uh, and uh, I just love him in this matchup against a, a junk ball throwing lefty. Uh, and again, Kiwoom's bullpen is nothing to write home about. Um, so for me, this will be obviously the key game of the night. I'll have my top pitcher and uh, basically a four-man dino stack. Excellent. All right. Okay, that is the entire group of games. Uh, anything we left out or anything else you want to add, Patrick? Nope, I think we covered it. Excellent. Uh, Andrew, you have any other additions to anything we may have forgotten? No, I agree with, I agree with Patrick. I think we've covered it. Uh, so before you close up, Coach, just I just want to thank you, Patrick, for, for coming on. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, to get to meet you here on the show as a member that we've known through our Discord and, and chatted with and competed with and, and against with our fun, uh, you know, group contests. So, yeah, just thanks a lot for coming on. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's been a lot of fun playing in these sim contests and staying engaged with everybody and uh, trying to pass the time here until uh, we do get all those sports uh, finally, finally back to the way they, they usually are. Absolutely. And I, I also want to thank you, Patrick. And, you know, this group that we have that we call them our foundational members, uh, you know, we only were live for three weeks, uh, one at 75 percent and grabbed some really great members that have ridden out this whole entire, you know, COVID thing with us. We've we've done everything we can to keep the content going. Uh, and it's just been so much fun with the sim contest. And you know, this group of foundational uh, members will always have a special place for us. We're going to have uh, special contests for that, that group. Uh, we're going to have a separate chat room where they'll get some additional picks and tickets and things like that. Uh, you know, one thing we never 
forget here is, you know, where we started. And, uh, you know, Andrew and I talk about it all the time is, you know, if it wasn't for this group, not just jumping in initially, but sticking through all of this with us, uh, you know, who knows if we'd be here. So uh, really thank, you know, thanks you to Patrick and, and all your comrades there, the Brentons and Jasons and uh, Lannies and, you know, Richard and on and on. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I know I'm going to forget some people, so I won't even try to complete the list, but just a great group of guys, you being one of them, hopefully you won't uh, crush us in this contest uh, five here. Uh, we've got some more good <laughs> prizes in there, but if you want to jump in, uh, you know, and get in these Sims, uh, maybe uh, Patrick will share some of his secrets. Uh, if you jump in, maybe that'll be a uh, new member thing. You get to connect with uh, Mr. Jay Marax. Should we ask you what that means? Because we both were looking for somebody with a J name, and then it's Patrick. How does Patrick fit in with Jay Marax or whatever? Oh, there's actually no no correlation at all. It's just uh, that Jay Marax is just something I've used for a while, and it's just kind of an online presence thing. It doesn't wow. have, really have any meaning. It's that just his, cool. it's his DFS alter ego. He just becomes <laughs> somebody else when he's in DFS mode. <laughs> he's got the a cape, a Jamerax cape or something that he flies around with. But uh, yeah, so anyway, if you want to join, uh, just go to uh, dfscoachtalk.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at dfscoachtalk. I am at Joe Sarvati, uh, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Um, Andrew is at Language Olympic. We know Mr. At Jamerax is going to always be floating around all kinds of stuff. Um, so look us up there. We're always updating, posting th- things, contests, polls, you know, you name it. Uh, we're throwing it up there and, and having a lot of fun with it. Uh, we also want to always mention our uh, favorite charity, which is MambaOn3.org. It's all spelled out, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org, uh, wonderful uh, charity that was set up by Vanessa Bryant, uh, you know, from that tragedy, obviously in LA. So we, we never forget those guys. Um, also our sponsors, another big shout out to my bookie. Uh, they're awesome. Mybookie.ag for everything you need, uh, betting wise and casino wise. And of course our, uh, horse partners, TVG, uh, some great races coming this weekend and a great $300 no risk bet. So, you definitely want to uh, jump on there as well. So that is it. It's been a blast. It is. It was great having you, Patrick. Uh, hopefully you repeat as champion and we get to get you back on here. You know, it, it's uh, this contest runs until the 4th of July. So there you go. Maybe uh, maybe the 5th of July, we will have Jamerax 2, the podcast follow-up. You never know. So <laughs> awesome, guys. Uh want to again thank andrew and patrick uh let's make some more money in kbo and keep it crushing so uh you know thank you for joining and we will again be back tomorrow as we look to crush it in dfs